You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. It's slightly delayed. It's not out at 7 a.m. like usual. It's a little bit delayed. Mm, 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 wow. Hey, 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 hey. I said we, we moved into the new era. I thought we was old school on this on this uh, podcast. Well, here's the thing, BJ. We if, <laughs> if we recorded a podcast first thing this morning or last thing at night for you, we wouldn't have got a podcast. We would have just got 30 minutes of me laughing because the Lakers are 0-4. Without Russell Westbrook playing. So everyone who said <laughs> Russell Westbrook's fault that the lakes are bad, send me your apologies now. This podcast is sponsored by NBA 2K23, by the way. If you want your copy, go get it in the bio. <laughs> got to say that at the start. But I'm ready for the apologies, BJ, because I heard from everyone. The lake could stink because Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Uh, Russell Westbrook's the reason the Lakers are losing. Well, guess what? He didn't play and they still got worse. So I'm ready. I'm ready to hear it from all these people who hate on Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'm ready. What I did see though last night, okay, was Mr. LeBron James. Oh, eight of twenty-one from the field. Mm. Two from eight from downtown, and he mm. must have been watching Jalen Brown highlights because he had eight turnovers to go with it all. <laughs> and you're telling me it's Russell Westbrook's fault that his team stinks? No, this team just stinks. <laughs> I've had enough. That's it. No, I was expecting more. I was expecting more. Davis holding his back up, hanging on the rim. What's going on? In the start of season, it's supposed to be healthy. You said you wanted to play eighty-two games this year. Kendrick Perkins told me you were going to be MVP. Stephen A. told me you were a top ten player. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Uh, I seen a tweet today. Okay. It said, who's to blame for the Lakers' struggles? All of them! <laughs> GM, the front office, all of them are to blame. Leave Russell Westbrook alone. <laughs> you lot thought that I would solve your problems. Respect mm. the former MVP and future Hall of Famer, because the Lakers' problems go way deeper than blaming a guy who didn't sign as a free agent, a guy you traded for. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear. No more Russell Westbrook slander from anyone. That's it. That's the show. That's the show. That's it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Go ahead. I just happened to watch the game. I well, I just watched the game. I mean, you look. Jokic, man, what a beast. Yeah, he's 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 Anthony Davis. He's it makes it look so easy too, you know. It's it's kind of like he's just out there, kind of, you know. He just he's just tiptoeing through the tulips and he throws one hand low look passes and you see, you know, he you see, doesn't jump high. Do you see what it is, BJ? My little brother is ten years younger than me, okay. so when I play basketball with his friends, okay. that's how I play. I'm just walking through, <laughs> little shot here, little hook shot there. But he's doing it against the best players in the world. <laughs> It's insane. I know. I know. He's, he, 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 you know, he, as you, you've heard me say this. He's so charming to watch. I mean, yeah, he's just, you know, he's just like, I mean, does he sweat? <laughs> I mean, he, just, he, he's not working hard. Bro, so, you know, he's not sweaty. He's so, like, he's just he's kind like, of, <laughs> he's just chilling. He's the old yeah, man. He's just, the yeah, game. Exactly. He's just chilling. Yeah, he's just, you know. You know, he, he sprints back. And, you know, you know, he's trying to get back, but he just can't get there. And he just moves on to the next play. But you know what? He's, 
31 points, 13 rebounds, That's nine assists, I mean, four steals. Okay, Mo, here's my question. Here's my question. Without us having to name names, right? Because you, you, we, we, we know what it is there in L.A. What should the Lakers really do, though? Okay. Like, seriously, what should they really do so Him? that we don't have to keep going down this path of like, oh, the Lakers are going to win the championship? What, what should the Lakers really do? Here time? is my solution. Okay. Fire Rob Palinka. Okay. Hire Mo Moonsey and special advisor BJ Armstrong. And we'll fix it. <laughs> Genie Bus, I know you're listening. We ain't telling you the secrets here. Mm. In all seriousness, there is nothing they can do. Okay. Because the players they've got, you're going to trade them for what? Other role players. Okay. The only thing you could do is trade Anthony Davis. But if he doesn't get healthy, you're not going to get a good return on that trade because people have seen now that he struggles to stay healthy. And it's not like you're going off potential. This is the season, the third season in a row where LeBron said, oh, this is AD's team now. I'm going to take a back seat. AD's been playing well. Don't get me wrong. AD has played good. Defense, played great defense in the first few games. Been contributing on offense. But he's AD. You're not going to get someone of that caliber in return in a trade at this point of the season. Right. You could trade Russell Westbrook, but let's be honest, I don't think that's going to happen. And if it does, what are you going to get in return? You're going to get players that will add on salary in the long term. Even if you go and get Mike Conley from Utah, I think he's got one additional year, whereas Russell expires this summer. Or you're going to go and get Turner and Heald from Indiana. Is that going to save you? Instead of having zero three-point shooters, you now have two on the roster. I think that's a good trade, but I don't know if that's going to happen because they don't want to give up their picks. So the unthinkable might be the only solution. Could it be time for the Los Angeles Lakers to trade LeBron James? and just go into a full rebuild, try and get some picks back, try and start from scratch. Because here's the thing, BJ, the Lakers have always had this thing. We don't need to, we don't need to tank. We don't need to worry about these things. We're a free agent destination. But guess what? The Clippers are building a brand new arena. The Clippers are being run by a front office who seem like they know how to construct a basketball team. The Clippers have got excellent coaching in place. They've got Kawhi Leonard. They've got Paul George. And over time, Players are going to want to play with them more than the Lakers. Mm. So uh, is your strategy for running your organization, oh, don't worry, we have hot weather here and players like to live in LA. So we don't need to worry about building a team because when LeBron retires, we'll just go and get whoever's a free agent to come and sign here. Is that your plan? If so, the way that contracts work now with a Supermax, do you see a lot of guys turning down? If the Lakers had cap space this summer, do you think Bradley Beal would have turned down a Supermax from Washington to go and play in LA? I don't think so. That's like an extra 50 M's. So they're in a sticky one. What do you think is the solution? Well, it's a major question, but I have to ask a question. I'm not going to wait to halfway during the season. And one of the things, certainly, I think this front office has to consider I don't think they can wait till the trading deadline to make a decision. <laughs> I don't think they could wait the 25 games that they wanted to wait until Thanksgiving. No, I don't, I don't think they can. I, I, I don't. So that's the first thing. What do I think they do? I think they have to really consider, Mo, the direction of this franchise and what it's going to look like moving forward into the future. And that means having to go out into a, a full out, you know, I don't like the term re, rebuild, but a retool. They're going to have to figure out how to get young players into the fold and begin to realize 
what this is going to look like moving forward. Because right now, Mo, the current state is not looking good. They don't have any young players that's going to, that you're saying that you can look at and go, this player could be a potential all-star or could be a potential player. And third, they don't have any really asset. I mean, if they got the number one pick this year, I, I believe it would go to the New, New Orleans, Orleans Pelicans. And oh my God. So, do you know how much I want to see Webadiama and Zion on the same team? That, <laughs> listen, stay focused. If that man, stay happens, focused, I'm stay. moving to New Orleans for the year. If, okay, stay focused. So I think this, I think they are at their moment of truth probably sooner, but sooner than they probably anticipated. Because when they made the trade for Anthony Davis, when LeBron James came here, I think they kind of thought that they had that part at least set where they could be a good team. And then it was their job to surround them with the right pieces. And right now, Mo, this is not looking well. And the future does not look bright. And I'm not anticipating that they're going there, that they have young players already on their roster currently on their current roster that said that this team could be X. So I think now Mo, it's time to say what a retool looks like. Well, because I don't see this getting or improving anytime soon, saying you're going to add a free agent, minimum free agents, by the way, okay. right? Because they don't have any money. So I have and something I, I think need it's to not say. looking good. I have something I yeah. need to say, but I don't know if it's too real to share with the people. BJ, no, I'm going to ask please. you what you've asked me many times. Do I have permission to be honest with this? Yes, you do, Mo. Los Angeles Lakers, the face of the franchise, LeBron James. We all know his ties with his best friend, Rich Paul, and Clutch Sports. They traded a plethora of young players, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, for Anthony Davis, also Clutch Sports. Now, you can say that trade was good because they won their Disney bubble championship, but you have <laughs> got rid of all the... I'm just stating the facts here. They won a championship in a Disney bubble. I don't know why it's funny to everyone. They won a championship in Disney World, okay? Anyway, and then... I just look at this roster and I question a few things and wonder if they really make sense. Because we talk okay. about the Lakers like a shooting. Troy Brown Jr., 0% from three so far. Okay? Lonnie Walker, 17.4% from three. Both of these players were signed this offseason and they're both represented by Clutch. Sports. Talon oh. Horton Tucker, who they refused to trade for Kyle Lowry last season or the season before. Clutch Sports. Kendrick Nunn, also on the roster. What's he shooting right now? 23% from three. Clutch Sports. Over the years, remember, you don't remember they had a championship winning team with Rondo and JaVel McGee and all of these guys. Well, they went and got rid of JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard and they brought in Montrez Harrell. Also, Clutch sports. So it's just an interesting <laughs> thing that I've noticed with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I'm not saying they're signing players just because they're on the same agency as LeBron. I'm just saying it's interesting. Mm, it may just right. be purely a coincidence that they're stacking the roster with players that are signed to LeBron's best friend's agency. Okay. You know, if I ran an NBA team and my best friend had an agency, I might put a few of his players on a team too. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, i'm not maybe i might not but i'm just saying it's a funny coincidence <laughs> that we're looking at half the team and they're all giving money to the same agent 
No, no, that's just, it might just be a coincidence. I don't want to throw any accusations. I don't want to say that's why they've signed these guys. I'm just saying it's an interesting coincidence that I've noticed from watching the roster moves of this organization. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave the, the people listening to do the maths and work themselves <laughs> if, if they can read between the lines and see what I'm saying. But I just, I, this has gone on too long and I've been wanting to say it for a while. And I just thought it's got to the point. Everyone's like, who's to blame? Who's to blame? Come on, man. We know what the problem is here. It's, it is what it is. But yeah, you want to carry on talking about the Lakers? I'm done with the Lakers. I'm no, done. let's let's move right around. I'm let's move the along. There's a lot on the. There was a lot. So, so there was a lot about. that happened. There was a lot that happened. Yes. Um, okay. The Cavs took that W over the Magic. Um, the Magic still searching for the first win. They're pretty fun. I like what they're doing. I like what they're building. The um, I think there was a survey that came out amongst NBA insiders in in, in inverted okay. commas if you're listening on audio about which is the best run organization in the NBA. And they said the Orlando Magic were the worst run organization in the NBA. But I look at this mm-hmm. team and I think they're in a pretty good place moving forwards. They might not be winning now. They're going to be right moving forwards. And also, how does a media reporter determine which organization is the best or worst run? I don't know. I, a bit, I, I think it's a popular thing to say. Popular thing yeah, to do. I, I, I don't, I don't y- know. You know what? They have like the Celtics like I, 17th know. and they've just gone to the NBA Finals. Like, yeah, it's, okay. Well, I think... With all the off-court stuff. I, I think they did it by yeah. halftime refreshments. I think that's how those writers like, <laughs> what's the pre-game meal like? What's the pre-game meal? Well, I'm gonna tell you uh, what, if they're going by if they're going by concession stands, the Warriors have to be like in the top five. You think? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The Warriors are pretty good. Warriors are pretty good. We were there. I mean, but we had you and I had some great we had some great well, we had some great meals there. Come on. My, my problem is it's not halal, so I couldn't enjoy any of that. You know what I'm saying? I was oh, just yeah. eating a salad well, bar. I've been telling you BJ was enjoying on this. steaks. I was <laughs> chicken. <laughs> and I'm at the salad bar eating lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. man. Oh man. The Warriors were the Warriors are pretty good. Warriors are pretty good. Warriors are pretty good. In Boston, yeah. they were doing lobster pregame. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they did. You missed it. Well, the one game that you missed in Boston as well was crazy. They had a whole massive seafood buffet thing going on. It was crazy. Yeah, they did have Mm. lobster. Yeah, that was good. The Knicks are pretty good, too. The Knicks, I think it's the Delta Room. I don't know if it's still called that. You know, they changed it from year to year. But the Knicks are... are, yeah, I'm all, I'm all about, yeah. I'm all about, if that's how they're doing it, you, know you and I got to get on this you know list. I would love to do a series. If anyone out there wants to sponsor it, me and BJ will gladly go to all 30 teams and review the meals at all 30 arenas. If anyone wants to sponsor it, you let us know, get in touch, hit me with an email. That would be a great content. You know series. what? I, you know what I think would we'll be take fun? Gordon Ramsay with us. Yeah. You know what would be fun is to go to every arena and rate the experience. Not yeah. the game. Just the experience. Mm. That's like, okay. Like, like, like Mo and BJ are going to go to every city. You know, we're going to go to Oklahoma and rate the experience. I mean, the total experience from the moment we land, this is what to expect when you go to a, when you go to this. Let's, arena. let's do it. And we're going to rate the experience. Not the, not the game. Yeah. Cause well, the, the NBA is an experience. It's an experience. England is crumbling all around us, so I will happily take some time to go back to America and do that. <laughs> so uh, the Hawks came away with a win over the Pistons. <laughs> Trey Young had a nice night. He was he was struggling shooting a little bit before. He went one from seven last night, but still put up 35. Came away with a W. The Knicks beat the Hornets. Um, Jalen Brunson yes, looking real good. Forward. 
Jalen Brunson looking right. real good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that that was pretty cool for them. And then, of course, the Toronto Raptors. Mm, let's BJ's pump the brakes here. Favorite for coach of the year. <laughs> Let me ask you this, okay, BJ, because we can make jokes and we can make jokes. The Sixers defense, in particular in transition, this is why I was yesterday saying the Raptors will win. The Sixers defense in transition in particular, and then last night as well in the half court, how are they going to sort this out? Okay. You know, I I, I watch certain teams a little, you know, I have been a little little closer than, than, than others. And I'm really intrigued with this Philadelphia team because they have big names. Mm -hmm. They have great players. Depth, talent, and now the expectations fall clearly or their shoulders now. You you can't say they ought to get to the playoffs. You're saying this is the best team in the Eastern Conference. But something is going on. Now, Mo, you and I, the first week of the season, Mo, you said it in, in the summer. You said, no, no, no. But I, you know, I keep chiming in going, you know what, I like Doc Rivers, because I do. I think he's a terrific coach. Joel Embiid, we know, is an MVP caliber player. Okay. James Harden, former MVP, da-da-da. But Mo, it's time early in the season to say there's something wrong. There's something wrong here. Okay. Now, Mo, we, we, you know, all right, first game of the season, you're working it out. Second game of the season. You know, I want to go back to this quote. Can you, maybe you can find the quote. Doc Rivers said after they started 0-3, he had a, you know, it was a different comment about the team. He was like something to, can you find that quote? I don't want to, I don't want to misquote him. He said something to the effect. Mm. Like, what did he say? He said, what did he say? I don't even want to misquote it. Do you know roughly what it was? It was something to the effect of we're not ready to win yet. Yeah. Something he said. That's what he said. Yeah. I'll find a full quote, but carry on. Okay. Yeah. He said, we're not ready to win yet. And I thought, yeah, he, 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 well, he said it again. He said it again last night. 76 yeah, what is it? causes Doc Rivers to reiterate the message. Uh, we're not ready yet. Honestly, we're just not ready to win yet. And you can feel that. We've got a lot of work to do. It's almost like we played these first two games hard, competed, and now we can win some games. You still got to go out there and earn the game. Of course, talking about playing the Celtics and the Bucks in his first few games and losing. Yes. Okay. They feel like other teams would be a given. So... So I had a friend, you know, we're, we're talking and he goes, Hey, did you see, did you, did you, did you see that Doc Rivers quote? I said, yeah, I saw it. He goes, well, you think Utah's coaches felt that way? <laughs> <laughs> you think Danny Ainge is going to let think, them feel that way? Do you think like, you know, the other coaches in the league felt that way? And I started to think about it and I was like, you know what? This is going down a very slippery slope very quickly, because I'm going to say something here, Mo. There's only, there's only really two reasons or two things that can get Doc Rivers fired as a coach. One is James Harden and the other is Joel Embiid. And if those guys bail on this situation, this is going to be trouble. Mm -hmm. This is going to be trouble, Mo, Mm -hmm. because Okay, just on the outside looking in, 
And you know me, I'm I, Doc Rivers is one of my favorite people. Okay, not just favorite coach; he's one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. This doesn't look right to me, but I I want to make sure that I'm seeing it, and I'm just going to stick by what I what I'm seeing. Tyrese Maxey has to have the ball in his hand. He had 31 last night. He had 31. He has to have the ball in his hand. And James Harden has to be the secondary guy. We got to give this team to James. Well, Doc was saying that he wants James Harden to be like a Magic Johnson role of distributing rather than just going in and trying to score. Uh, Well, I'm telling you what I see, and and Doc Rivers is the coach, and he's probably right. However, what I see is the following. Tyrese Maxey, this is his team. Wow. Not Embiid's team. No, no, no. But Jane, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid has to be treated as we need him to win, which is he will score the most points. We will run through him. But this is has to be Tyrese Maxey's team. Why? Because, Mo, you have to play the game at a certain pace yeah. in this era. It, 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 it's almost like I think the Philadelphia 76ers should look at old tape of Showtime. Mm-hmm. When that's, Kareem that's the, outlet uh... the ball, yeah. When Kareem outletted the ball, the other four guys have seven seconds to get off a shot. Once the big fella crosses half court, the big fella has to touch the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's why he meant with the Magic Johnson comparison when he yeah, gave it. I, I, I don't think James Harden can do that. Why? Because he doesn't play fast enough. James Harden doesn't play. He doesn't play fast enough to do that. Tyrese Maxey is, he can play with that pace and force the action. And when the big fella crosses half court, no one can shoot the ball because we're not going to waste his time up and down the floor. Mm-hmm. I think that is the formula for the Sixers because when James Harden has that ball, James Harden plays at his own pace. It's a little faster than Luka Doncic's pace, but not much faster. <laughs> I mean, Luka Doncic's pace ain't... Come on, BJ. <laughs> Luka Doncic's pace is like that's, incredibly... That's not, uh, that's not a measuring Wait, stick. <laughs> like, but no, no, I'm just saying, but he plays slow. James hmm. Harden... James Harden, kind of like Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady was a terrific athlete, but he played slow. He didn't get out and run on the Yeah, yeah. He wants to get he in the half court and, and get to his spots and attack from his spots. spots. James Harden, that's how James Harden plays. That, that's something. James Harden is not a wing runner. James yeah. Harden is a he's a he's a good athlete, though. Yeah. But he's not a winger. When you watch Giannis play last night, by the way, he was just impressive. Okay. Giannis plays with thrust as a four. Oh, we're about, we about to talk about that game. Okay. We're about to talk about that. So I think Tyrese Maxey is the primary ball handler. He should dictate the tempo of the game. He has the ultra green light. And James Harden, on the first unit, you are just a wing runner. This is It has to be this way. And there's only two guys that have green light on that, on that unit. The big fella, obviously, and Maxey, and everyone else has to fill around. James Harden, when Maxi is off the floor, it's your show. And you can go and do your dribble like, thing. Uh, and you stagger the lineups, you know, so it works yeah, for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because 
The Sixers don't play with pace. Tyrese Maxey is perhaps the fastest guy in the league. Yeah. With that ball. That guy, that kid has, and you gotta allow the pace. How can Montrez Harrell not score? I'm could I'm watching things happen now. I'm going, wait a minute. Now I know Montrez can score two points. <laughs> at least. At, yeah, at least. least Come on. Something is going on here where no one else can get involved except those two or three guys. So that's what I see. I'm sticking with it. Something is going on here. And I, I'm, I'm, I don't like it, Mo. I mean, it is tough well, right as now. As a Celtics fan, I love it. And I know you love it. I know you love it. I know you. I, I know you're loving it. Right. Although now. <laughs> I was big on the Sixers before the season started, but let's talk about the best player in the world. Uh, not Grant Williams. We're going to talk about Giannis today. Grant Williams, who was suspended for accidentally running into a referee, is an absolute travesty, by the way. Uh, but we're going to talk about Giannis. Oh, I, so I was watching yeah, that game. That was Mo. ridiculous. Mo, that was Mo, ridiculous. It wasn't ridiculous. It, it was wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't, he, he, I don't think it was an accident. He was running was away to blow off Steve so he doesn't cause a reaction. And his side, it's not like he was even, his side brushed against the referee. Mm. Referee, get out yeah. your feelings. That was one of the worst fish games I've seen all season long. But let's talk about Giannis. Because going into last night's matchup with the Brooklyn Nets, I read a stat that Giannis was averaging 37 a game against Brooklyn. Because here's the thing with Giannis. In the media, he's so humble and he's a nice guy. But you know, in his head, when he matches up with KD, in his head, he's thinking, well, everyone calls KD the best player in the world. I'm the best player in the world. That's why he always goes to puts our show. He's averaging 37 against Brooklyn when he goes up against KD. And last night, he put up 43. And you want to know the craziest part? That he put up 43, 14 boards, five assists, three blocks and a steal is he did it in just 37 minutes. He's playing like it's a video uh, game. He's playing like he is inside NBA 2K23, which you can get from the link in our bio. Giannis. I'm, I don't even need to talk about the rest of the roster. Bobby came off the bench 20 and 11. Nice. But Giannis, I think the Brooklyn Nets going to have nightmares. He did the, did you see when he scored on Ben Simmons and did the, the too small? He said, Ben Simmons, you're too small. <laughs> you know, I've got to give credit to Ben Simmons though for one thing. Okay. I've, got, I've got to give him credit. Now, BJ, I don't gamble. As you know, I am a Muslim man. I do not gamble, right? But I have I have some friends who like to partake in betting on sports. And they have said to me that their plan for this season to make money is to bet the under on how many points Ben Simmons is going to score. Because the bookmakers had Ben Simmons down for scoring eight and a half points in last night's game. Okay? Mm. He finished with four points in 34 minutes. So my friends think they're going to make money all season long by just betting the under and Ben Simmons completely always disappointing on the scoring side of things. But did you see the clip where Kyrie has driven into the paint? Yes. Pass it to Ben and the microphone picks up Kyrie screaming, shoot it, Ben. And of course he doesn't shoot it. The thing with the Sixers, uh, the the Sixers, the Nets, sorry, I'm getting all the bad teams mixed up. The thing with the Nets. <laughs> yeah, you're hot today. You're coming in hot. <laughs> you're coming in This hot. is BJ, this is what happens when I do the podcast on more than 10 minutes sleep. You know, usually I do this okay. podcast with yeah. less than 30 minutes sleep. Today, I've actually had a nice rest. So I've got some energy and I got a fresh trip. So you know I'm in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, yeah, it's Friday tomorrow. Just be aware. You don't want to see me in a rope. 
Okay. (laughs) If we're going to be serious for a second, you know, you got hoodie mellow, you got roll mo, you got roll mo. I'm going to have to start hooping. I'm going to turn up to games. Like, you know how boxers get in a robe to get in a ring? You're going to see me in Clapham Common wearing the robe. But um, so, so, so what's become apparent, okay? Ben Simmons can't be on the court at the same time as either the other non-shooters on the Brooklyn Nets, Dayron Sharp or mainly Nick Claxton, who currently starts the center. It just doesn't work. It, it, not, the lineups just do not work with having two non-shooters on the court. So either you're going to play Ben Simmons at the five and put Claxton on the bench, or you're going to have Ben Simmons on the bench and Claxton at the five. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it just doesn't work. And it's, they've got to realize it sooner rather than later. That um, Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to say this about Ben Simmons. You know, we've been very, I, I, I think our listeners in particular have been very patient with Ben. He, you know, he's had, you know, it's whether it's his back, reported mental, mental health issues, and I think we've been very patient, okay? Mm-hmm. He said he needed time, even though it was reported that he was, you know, medically cleared. But, you know, I get it. You need time, and there are obstacles and hurdles you have to get over before you play. It's become very apparent to me in watching Ben over the years. Your confidence stems from the work that you put in on the floor. That's one area, Mo, that you can't you can't hide. He doesn't have any confidence. All right, when you you watch him at the free throw line or you watch him, it's painful now to watch him. Yeah, because you're you you know that he doesn't have the confidence. But you have to ask yourself, how come? Like Mo, if I'm shooting a thousand free throws a day, I'm going to figure something out. You know, a wise man once told me, BJ. What's what's that? Once you lose your confidence, confidence, you don't get, get it back. Get it back. You don't, don't get, get it, it back. back. And, and 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 it's and you know we must have spoke to that same wise man because I'm gonna tell you something more. I've never seen a player regain it. Now you may go through slumps. You may go through shooting where you're just not shooting the ball well. But once you lose your confidence, and he's, it appears to me. That he's lost his confidence now. Oh yeah, we've seen that for years. Now. Okay, and you know, you you talk about Giannis. Look, Giannis now has entered into. It's he's in a rare space right now because he's not trying to be the best player. He has been anymore. for the last five years. <laughs> he has been. He has been. But you know what he's doing, Mo? Which I've only seen a few players. He's trying to destroy every player that he plays against. Oh, yeah. Especially the big name ones. Mo, he's not trying to be the best player in the game. Like, I just want to be the best. I want everybody to say I'm the best. He's trying to be the best. He's trying to destroy. Ever. Ever. He's trying to destroy people now. Okay. He's trying. And he's not trying to be friends with them. He comes off as humble and he says all these bad dad jokes. By the way, I think some of them are really funny. Of course you. Of course you do. Of course. You yeah, no. Do. I think some of them really. If, yeah, I, if someone asked dad. me, if someone asked me, out of everyone you know in the world, 
Who would actually laugh at one of Giannis' jokes? Your name would be at the top of the list, PJ. <laughs> yeah, I think some of them are. Some of them are really funny. I, I, the, the I, comedic... I, I feel like him and Jokic and Doncic must have a group chat where they just tell bad jokes to each other. Because that's just the vibes yeah, I, I get totally. from those guys. I mean, the, the jokes are so bad. But the comedic timing of what he's saying to me is just hilarious. And his expressions that he laughs at his own jokes just yeah. makes me laugh. Like yeah. he's laughing before he even gives the punchline. Yeah. And I think that's really, I, I think that it just, that makes me laugh. It's, it's also so, interesting because I don't speak any other languages, but how do jokes work in foreign languages when you speak them? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm assuming English yeah, jokes yeah, I, I, and Greek jokes are very different. So that also yeah, must make it extra it's, funny for him. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's hilarious. The culture, the whole thing. But I want to say this. Bo, I think he is trying to destroy the confidence of the other players. And I think he wants everybody to do what every amazing player, like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm giving a, I'm trying to give him another category, like every amazing player. When I say amazing player, like you may not, Larry Bird not, may not be your favorite player, right? But no one can deny that he wasn't yeah, an yeah, amazing yeah. player. Yes. You know, Kobe, Magic Johnson, yeah, those some guys, you can't, you know, you, you may like, like LeBron. He may not be your favorite player, but you can't deny that he is not an amazing player. Okay. Mm -hmm. This kid right now is going after every great player who's ever played. He's trying to destroy the game so that you can't compare him to any other player. Mm -hmm. Like when you watch him now, there's no doubt about it. He was going after KD last night. There's no, there's oh, no doubt that he's going after Joel Embiid. There's no doubt he's going after every player so that every player will say, okay, we know who the best guy is. Now, who's the second best player? Mm -hmm. He's going, he wants to be up there he, with. He wants to be undeniable. Remember when I said before the media don't show Giannis enough love? He wants to be so great that right. everyone knows. But yeah, I've got to wrap up the show with two things. Speaking of greatness. The greatest tweet I've ever seen was tweeted yesterday, BJ. Oh, and do you know which I account? Missed the greatest tweet? I don't like to miss the. Have you got like your, have, if you put your phone on you right now? I'm, I'm sure it was a burn. No, no, no. It was an official. It was an official blue tick verified account. Okay. okay and I want you ahead. to read out to the people who tweeted it and what they said. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm ready. Okay, I've really, sent you a screen. The greatest tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Read it out for the people. What is, read what is wrong read with you? Okay. First of all, I have to set this up. So last night, of course, you know, Mo and I, we just go back and forth, right? That should probably be a podcast in itself. The things that we just... We should have a podcast probably, about not NBA. You know but, what I'm saying? Yeah, that is. So I sent Mo over, I think, the video of Carl Anthony Towns talking about they have to yeah we talked about this on the show the other their day, diet yeah. yeah we talked to yeah did we talk about it i can't remember yeah because we were talking we about derrick rose eating skills and all that good stuff yeah yeah and then most just sends and here's his most greatest tweet good luck to every high level athlete who eats popeyes regardless of what their teammates say and which which account tweeted that Popeyes. The official Popeyes account. Popeyes the official blue tick Popeyes account. <laughs> when I saw that tweet, I laughed so much I forgot to even send it to you. I had to send it to you today. I laughed so much. And do, do you know my favorite part about that? Do you know my favorite part about that? 
Because in the first quarter of the game last night, Anthony Edwards had 16 points in the first quarter. And Carl Anthony Towns had 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. And then Popeyes tweeted that. And I was just on the floor, on the floor, laughing. I was, I was just, this I is you know, you know what? I'm, a, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, everyone's different. Like you would, you would think that these. Well, I think Anthony Edwards is athletes. trolling now because he said after the game, he goes, I'm not even eating Popeyes in two years. So I think he's just, ha- he definitely eating Popeyes in the last two years. I mean, I couldn't live in the world, but I don't eat Popeyes for two years. <laughs> I think he's just trolling. I think he's just trolling at this point. I think, uh, yeah, I think I mean, he's laughing at Cat. Is, I think he, he's just laughing at Cat. And he just you know, I love these guys who, I, you know, they're all vegan or they're all whatever. Okay. I think some of the guys actually do it. But you know what? Everyone has a little cheat day. Come on. You, you got to have a little I, cheat day. I just day. happen to have one every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh Mo, yeah, your your diet is your I'm diet working is on a it. special I'm, diet. I'm working on it though. I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Working yeah. On it. I, I, this week I've had a new challenge. I've been my trainer challenged me to get ten thousand steps in every day. So I'm like walking around everywhere that I would usually drive. I'm trying to change my lifestyle a little bit. But I'll, I'll leave the episode oh, on this dude. one thing though, because someone should send this in to the Discord server. So if you're not in the Discord server, join in there. Um, all the listeners of the show, we have great conversations about the NBA. Only two teams that have started the season 0-4 have made the playoffs that same season. BJ, do you know what those two teams are? I think one year I was on a team that started off 0-4. Nope. I think the... And nope, 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 nope. Only not two not, teams. The... You, you would start 0-3, but not 0-4. Okay, we were. I remember we started off like 0 3 one year. I remember something. Um, okay. And then still I made the playoffs in that same season. Nope. Yeah. The only two teams ever, the 20, well, I, I don't know if this is ever, but this is just what I've been told. But the 2017 Thunder and the 2021 Washington Wizards. And guess who oh, led boy. both of those two teams to the playoffs? It's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Ladies and gentlemen, Lakers fans, your savior is amongst you. Stop disrespecting the man who's going to carry you to the promised land if you start appreciating him. Also, I love the news that he bought a house opposite LeBron. All these Laker fans thinking they get rid of him and he bought the house. <laughs> Mo, stay on the court. It. No, we it. gotta stay on the court. Well, we're gonna no, be back tomorrow. You said two things, that was three things. Get out of here. Tomorrow, we're gonna be we we are out. your questions. We'll catch you in the next one. Make sure you leave a review, leave a rate, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. And most importantly, unlike the Lakers so far this season. <laughs> oh gosh. Get buckets! <laughs> <laughs>